Hello, you are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. After All These Years by Layla Harrison on Gossamer Rating Explicit Chapter 5 Scully Dinner was, to say the least, uncomfortable. Joe, of course, had no clue about my relationship with Mulder. All he had known about was a mystery man named Fox, who I had never associated with a last name, whom I had split with shortly before I left Washington. He knew that it was a painful split. He knew that I didn't like to discuss it, and so we never did. At the dinner table, Joe tried to engage Mulder in pleasant conversation about the Bureau. I could feel Mulder's eyes on me, burning into me, the entire time. I was so angry that he had found me, and yet, I was so relieved at the same time. After all these years, I had denied my feelings for Mulder, and now I had no choice but to face them. I had to face him. He was, after all, sitting across from me at my dinner table. So, what are you doing in the area? A case? Joe asked. Yes, a possible serial murder in New York City, Mulder answered. The head of VCS, I mean, the violent crime section, he clarified, for Joe's benefit, sent me up here. VCS, I asked, surprised. Yes, I transferred, Mulder informed me. The X-Files were closed down, permanently. I tried to hide the terrible sadness that washed over me. They had meant so much to him. I wanted so badly to ask about his sister, but I knew that would have to wait until we were alone alone. I was both dreading and anticipating the inevitable. The X-Files, Joe mused. I remember Dana telling me about them. That was the division you two worked in, right? Mulder nodded. That sounds so interesting, and yet dangerous. Dana has told me some stories that have really sounded as if you two were in some serious danger. Mommy, will you tell me? Sam asked from her side of the table. Not until you're 18, I reminded her. But, Mommy, I don't want to wait that long, she whined. I gave her my best mommy-is-right look, and she calmed. But I guess I will have to. The X-Files were dangerous, Mulder said, in response to Joe's last comment. Scully and I had some close calls. So is the water you're treading in, I thought, but didn't say anything. Dana told me about a man who used to eat human livers, Joe looked at Mulder. I almost didn't think she was telling me the truth. Yuck, I hate livers, Sam interjected. Mulder nodded. It's true, he looked at me. I knew exactly what he was thinking. If there's a nice tea in that bag, Scully, it could be love. And it had taken us almost three years from then to realize it, I thought. Well, Joe sighed, you two obviously have a lot to catch up on. Why don't I get this one, he motioned to Sam, into a bath and into bed, and you two can chat. Not alone, I thought. No, Joe, I can take Sam, I quickly interjected. But Joe wouldn't hear of it. Honey, you two haven't seen each other in years. You obviously have a lot to talk about. Mulder shot me a look that showed that he agreed. I'll take Sam up, and then I'll come back and do the dishes. Why don't you two head out back? That way you can have some privacy. I certainly don't want to hear you talk about any more liver eaters. Joe seemed slightly perturbed. Daddy, Sam cried, her face puckering. You know I hate livers. I know, Sam, he said, coming to her chair and picking her up, lifting her to the air and swooping her over his head. 
Joe, I cautioned him. He knew I hated it when he did this. Daddy, I want to see the stars. Can we go up in the attic and look at them through the window like Mommy shows me? After your bath, sweetie. He put Sam back down on the floor. Mulder, I'll see you in the morning. Dana, Joe said, coming up to my side and leaning in to kiss me. A quick, cold peck on the lips. I'll see you later. I returned the kiss with as much emotion as I can muster. Joe and Sam went upstairs, leaving Mulder and I alone in the room, across the table from each other. Out back, he asked. Isn't it a little cold for that? We have a sunroom, fully protected from the elements, I said, showing him the way and shutting the door behind him. I didn't want Joe to hear what we would be discussing. Mulder took the couch and I took the chair. There was silence, a good three or four minutes of uncomfortable silence. You have a wonderful house, Mulder finally said. Thank you. Did you do the decorating? Okay, I thought. A safe topic. I came up with most of the ideas. I thought so. In a lot of ways, it reminds me of your old apartment. I know. I did that on purpose. To make sure I never forgot the first place we made love. To make sure I never forgot the happiest time in my life, I thought. But didn't say it. Silence again. This one's shorter. You didn't wait long, did you? He asked. His voice suddenly cold. What are you talking about? How old is your daughter? Three and a half? You must have gotten pregnant right away. How long did you wait after leaving me before you and Joe got together? He asked. She's four, I thought, but didn't answer. Did you just fall in love with him on sight the minute you moved here? After that, what? You married him and got pregnant? Or did you get pregnant before you got married? Did he feel like he had to marry you? That's enough, Mulder, I snapped. No, Scully, I don't think it's even close to being enough. You want to tell me why you left like that? Left me with no warning. Do you know what it did to me, Scully? Probably the same thing it did to me, I answered. Killed me inside. Yeah, it may have, but you made your own bet on that one. You were the one who left, he retorted. I could feel him closing in. I always knew Mulder was a great investigator, always trying to get to the truth, and he was getting close. I was getting nervous. And your daughter, Samantha? That was a nice touch, naming her after my sister. Did you ever think I would meet her? He sounded so bitterly angry that it scared me. And oh, God, I thought. The phone rang and I jumped for it, desperate to put an end to the interrogation. Hello? Dana, it's Mom. I think I forgot my pearl earrings upstairs. I figured you'd hold on to them for me until the next time I see you. But I didn't want to call until after dinner so I wouldn't disturb you. Thanks, Mom. I appreciate it. Mulder got from the couch and came to stand next to me. Close to me. So close that I could hear him breathing in the other ear. It was terrifying and yet incredibly arousing at the same time. I knew I couldn't step away. I prayed that he couldn't hear what she was saying, what I knew she was going to say when I told her that he was here. Mom, Mulder's here, I told her. I really can't talk right now. I heard her gasp softly. Oh, God, Dana, did you tell him? No, Mom, not yet. Mom, I'll have to call you later. Dana, sweetheart, you should tell him. Mom, I'll call you back, I promise. I hung up the phone. I turned and was right in front of him, practically in his arms. 
Mulder, I said softly, closing my eyes, feeling tears burning under the lids. Please don't do this. Do you know how much I missed you, he asked, his voice just as low. Do you know what it did to me to be without you? He touched my face tenderly. I opened my eyes. Mulder Joe is upstairs. I'm married. Mulder. I never stopped loving you, Scully. Never. I took a deep breath. I haven't either, I wanted to say, but I couldn't let him know that. Couldn't tell him. He leaned down and kissed me lightly. Inwardly, I fought him for only a second. Then I kissed him back. The feeling of his lips again. It was like nothing that I'd ever felt with Joe. There was passion there. Passion I hadn't felt in years. I pulled away. Joe. I was married. Joe was upstairs. I was downstairs, kissing Mulder. After all these years that had gone by, all the secrets I had kept. I can't do this, I murmured, my voice wavering. Scully, I love you. I don't know if you still love me. His eyes were moist with tears. I've waited so long. Mulder, Samantha is not Joe's natural child, I blurted out. What? He stared at me. She was conceived in May of 1996. She was born February 8, 1997. My mother was here celebrating Sam's fourth birthday last week. His face was frozen in shock as the reality was beginning to dawn on him. I could feel a strange release coming over me. I had held the truth back from him for so long that it actually felt good to let it out. I knew that repercussions would come later. Mulder was not a man who appreciated or enjoyed being deceived, and I knew that I would suffer for having lied to him for so long. She's... He tried to say, but the words would not come. Your daughter, I finished for him. He backed away from me and sat down on the couch. My daughter. If you look at her eyes, Mulder, she has your eyes. Mulder shook his head, still in a state of disbelief. You were pregnant with my child when you left town. I nodded. I found out the day before we last saw each other, when you said you didn't want anything more permanent. I could see the conversation happening again in my head as if it were yesterday. I thought you didn't want a family. I thought you didn't want a child. Scully, I was scared. Scared of being with someone. You knew that. You knew why. Mulder, I was scared too. So you left. You didn't tell me. So you packed up and left. He was just trying to piece together what had happened. I have a cousin who lives here. I decided to come out here, and I met Joe. He was a family friend for years. His father knew my father. I explained to him the situation I was in. I remembered this all too vividly as well. I had felt like a teenager on a talk show, dissolving in tears in front of Joe, not wanting to reveal too much about myself or how I had gotten pregnant. Only that I was scared, miserable, miserable without Mulder. He's a good man. He offered to marry me, help me raise the baby. So it's a marriage of convenience, Mulder asked, hopeful. Joe has grown to love me, and I have grown to love him. As a friend, as a companion, how could I explain the devotion and love I felt for the man who had respected me, been faithful to me, and helped me raise Samantha? I had grown to love him. He had helped me when I needed it. He knew that I still loved the enigmatic fox, the man who had fathered my child, 
but he still accepted and loved me, and he loved Sam as if she was his own child. It's a platonic relationship, Mulder asked, again hopeful. Not exactly. My answer was hesitant. I was afraid to let Mulder know too much. Since he had arrived here, he had been so angry, angry with me. I didn't know how much he could take. You sleep with him. He's your husband. Mulder was indignant. Of course it's not platonic. What was I thinking? You obviously love him. Yes, Mulder, I do love him, but not. I tried desperately to find the right words. Not the way I loved you. I stopped, realizing I had used the past tense. All the years of convincing myself I didn't care any more about him, all the times I had told myself that he likely had moved on and forgotten about me, all the times I had told myself that I didn't love him anymore, all the times I knew it was a lie, the way I still love you, Mulder. He didn't respond to that one. I was still standing up, and I was so exhausted from the revelations that I felt if I didn't sit down soon, I was going to collapse. Mulder stood from the couch that moment and came over to face me. You let another man raise my child. You never even told me you were pregnant. He was trying to confirm it to himself. I nodded weakly. Does he know? Does he know who the father is? No, I answered. Joe knows about Mulder, the Mulder I worked with at the FBI. He also knows about another man, Fox. Fox was the man I was in love with, the man I was involved with the man who is Samantha's true father. He doesn't know that Fox and Mulder are the same person. What did you tell him about me? Mulder asked. His tone was not angry or gentle. I couldn't tell what he was trying to determine. What did you tell him about Fox? I told Joe that I was very much in love with him, that when I became pregnant, that I got scared and tried to find out if Fox, you, wanted a family. I decided that you didn't, so I left town. I told him that we were unable to work out our differences. Does he know that you never told me that you were pregnant? No. Why didn't you tell me, Scully? Why? I would have done anything to make our relationship work. I thought it was working. Mulder's voice was rising. It was obvious that he was angry now. Mulder, please. I tried to caution him. I wasn't sure how much Joe could hear from upstairs. Please what, Scully? Please be quiet so Joe doesn't find out? You've lied to both of us, Scully, and I don't even know if all of this is what you're telling me now is the truth. Tears were pricking at my eyes now, more strongly than before. I was helpless to keep them from falling anymore. It is the truth, Mulder. This is the truth. So now you just want us to pick up where we left off, he asked, ignoring my tears. You came here, Mulder. I didn't come to find you, I reminded him. But you told me willingly about Samantha. I didn't want to lie to you anymore, Mulder. I love you. I can't stand here with you and not tell you the truth. And what good does it do any of us now, Scully? You're married to Joe. I sat down in the chair and sobbed. I didn't know how it had gotten so complicated. All I knew was that I had done what I thought was best at the time. I had never thought I would see Mulder again. I had one picture, four actually, of him and I taken at one of those two-minute photo booths in a bar just after we had gotten involved. Pictures of us, blissfully happy. I carried those pictures with me in my wallet every day since. And I had Samantha. Every time I looked at her, I could see Mulder in her eyes. And I have fucked everything up. 
I had never expected it all to come back and blow up in my face. I stopped crying long enough to look up. Mulder was gone. He had left the room. I heard him in the front hallway. Mr. Mulder, I heard Samantha ask, why do you call my mommy Scully? If he answered her, I didn't hear it. The next thing I heard was Mulder starting his car in the driveway and hearing the gravel under his tires as he drove off into the night. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there. <laughs>